welcome to episode 12 of the Love and Movies podcast. I am Eric. I'm Monica. So in one of the previous episodes, we touched on, uh, it was episode eight, I think, we uh, we touched on our trouble that we had um, conceiving. So that was in our timeline here, which is sort of all smushed together at this point. Yeah, we've kind um, of been jumping around a little yeah. bit. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it was about six years ago, five years ago at this point when we're, what we're talking about right now. So we'd had... We started trying actively to have a baby in oh gosh i was 30 uh 2005 yeah i guess that sounds right yeah yeah no whatever 2005 2006 somewhere around there (laughs) one of those dates and and then you know that's right yeah yeah. 2005 and then 30 we um and we talked about on the last episode moving to we lived with my parents for about a year year and a half and then we moved out to our own uh, our own place after that and um we were there for about a year or so um and when we had moved up and moved in with my parents for that year and a half um they had some neighbors um that we met and and became friendly with and they're both doctors um and i remember going over everything that we, you know, we talked about in the previous episodes about the doctor in Florida who told us that we had, we had a, no chance. Basically a 0% chance of ever having our own biological child. Yeah. And, and the, the woman that lived next door, um, she's a, a gynecologist and she, she's very outspoken. She's awesome. Um, and, say her name? I don't and I'm not her. going to, and okay. she, she basically said, um, that's BS. I don't believe that at all. And she just flat out refused to believe what that doctor was saying. Yeah. She and she basically was like, said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, ha- you know, I'm going to help you guys. You're, yeah. you're going to have your own baby. Don't worry. Yeah. And she was like, from the get go, 100% confident. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, I don't think she had a doubt in her mind that she was going to make it happen. Um, so she, just, well, she started bringing us in. Yeah. Right. For once again, going through, a myriad of testing and mm-hmm. you know all kinds of invasive things for me and um well yeah and in last time when we talked about you getting all the invasive things and i was like well it was fine for me and ha 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 this time not so much um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i had plenty of invasive things too i had ultrasounds where you never want to have an ultrasound um to look for um <laughs> What was it? Vascular, know, like, like yeah, and, something, and, yeah, all kinds of uh, fun medical stuff. Varicocele, that's the word I was looking yeah. for. So, okay, so we both went through a lot of not fun stuff. No. Um, basically, we found out that both of us had fertility issues. Well, we, we which we kind of, of found we out before, knew this but before. yeah, but um, she we reaffirmed. Us, yeah, reaffirmed. I had a low follicle count and Eric had a low sperm count. Sperm yeah. Count, no know, swimmers. So, yeah, sorry to I, I don't know if Whatever. this doesn't make anybody We're uncomfortable, talk, but the, the title of the episode is Baby Making. Yeah, they get so, it. So, yeah. you know, since the whole point of this thing is is for our son, um, yeah. we're just going to have to like muddle through together. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I had a low follicle count of uh, Eric had a low sperm count. We both went on fertility meds yeah. to help boost numbers. Right. Um, we both, you know, got started exercising, more eating better. You know, like yeah, I was actually really, running. 
taking care of ourselves. Yeah, we were both. I mean, anybody who knows me, they know that that's like that. I was. I meant business. We actually did a five k together. Yes, we did. While this was all going on, yeah, yeah that's it was right. That summer before we got pregnant. So I think I think we came in like we were like six or eight places from last, but no, we were not last. It wasn't that <laughs> it was, bad. We were in the bottom quarter, but we did it. We, we finished. <laughs> we did. You know? We finished. Yep. So anyway, I was I was pretty proud of ourselves for that. Yeah, we did good. Yeah. So at, at that point, we had basically given up on having our own. We pretty much thought this was all for nothing. Yeah. We, we, we had completely lost confidence. We were trying because our doctor was very confident, but at the same time, we weren't. So we were kind of yeah, like, we were, let's we were look at other options. Basically preparing ourselves for the worst because mm -hmm. at this point, we figured it was, it was a lost Well, it cause. had been five years at this point. We were kind of mm -hmm. tapped out yeah. for, for this for having hope for this. So. so just so all of you guys can understand the frame of mind that we were in, it was basically getting our hopes way up every single month and having them come crashing down every single yeah, month. Every single month. It, it was, was a roller coaster a for, for five years. Emotional <laughs> roller coaster month after month after month for six years. Mm-hmm before we had Flynn. So right. it was it was an incredibly trying time in our lives. Um, we were both sad all the time mm -hmm. and frustrated Not, all the yeah. time. And the, the, am I getting too personal if I say the intimate portion of our lives started feeling more like work? Well, it was, it, than, well, yeah, it was all about it was like all about trying, trying over and over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah, just to, so, just for for that, and it was not. Yeah, it was not the not the the healthiest of places to be in for us. I don't right. think. Right. So it was definitely a very hard time for us. I'm so glad that you know we were able to make it through, and 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 everything is hunky dory in that area right. now. Yay. Well, yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> but you know, it was it was just. I think it was more more than anything. It was just it was just so stressful. Yeah, it was for us for both of us. Yeah, and it was just coming trying to come out of that is yeah. is hard because you just well, there you, was nothing more that we wanted at that point than to be a parents to be a family to yeah. have a little guy or girl of our own that we could look at and see both of us in them and. So at this point, we were at the, you know, looking at adoption, looking at fostering, looking right. into sperm donors, um, yep, looking at different options and, um, yeah, we sperm were, and egg donors and all of that. Yeah. Right. Just like, like, and, and were even, we going to need um, a surrogate? surrogate. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So we very quickly ruled out the adoption because a no money Right, we weren't like we had just filed for bankruptcy. We were, you know, our credit was living with my parents, stinky. having just working on moving out. Our credit was terrible, and mm -hmm. and then we look at the amount of money that's yeah. involved with adopting, and we were like, oh my and god, there's no just, way that's going to happen. No one would ever ever give us a child, whether we deserved one or not. They'd right. just be, look at our credit and be like, nope. Um, so we were still kind of in the middle of deciding about fostering or surrogacy or, you know, that kind of stuff when, um, our doctor suggested IUIs and that stands for intrauterine insemination. Yay. It's sort of, <laughs> it's sort of a step before 
in vitro. Right. So basically, this is. Well, the, I feel the, a little weird talking about this. <laughs> right. Well, here let's let's let me lay it out because I'm the crass one. Um, okay. This is this is what um, the they colloquially call uh, the turkey baster method. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, so Eric. So picture you know, that. He does his business. Yep. I get my thing done. Yep. And then they they basically draw it up into this very long thin um syringe syringe. yeah yeah yeah, it's like well it's a syringe with like this long plastic flexible flexible tube on the end of it yeah so and then they're able to inject it like way up into the fallopian tubes so that it has a greater chance of making it to the egg instead of waiting for the egg to travel all the way down and and get to where it needs to be into the uterus apparently apparently my my sperm didn't know to go that direction. They kept swimming towards the light. No matter how many pep talks I had, they swam the wrong direction. So we had to get them as close as possible. So, yeah. So we were, we had decided to try six IUIs. Yeah. And she, then she we, said that been, she was yeah. like, we're going to do six. And if it doesn't work by six, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So, so we, we, we gave ourselves that little kind of, we prepared ourselves. Okay, right. we're we're six more months of this, and then it's going to be done. Either way, like we're either right. going to have a baby or we're going to know it's never going to happen for exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah. And and, really- and there was there was still a lot of um, like science involved in this part. You yes. were you were um, doing we're like ovulation tests and exactly you're constantly days. taking your temperature and yeah and you know peeing on a lot of sticks and like we were measuring yeah. like there were certain colors that it needed to get to and then we knew you were ovulating and then right. we'd have to call the doctor and be like okay it's, it's time <laughs> it's today. And, and then we'd have to like run in and you know like meet you know I would be hospital. at work and you know you'd go okay I'll meet you at the hospital and then like I'd be at home so I'd have you know and I had like the little cups at home so you know do my business and then like get in the car and drive to the hospital and Wrap meet it you in there. aluminum foil to exactly keep it warm. to keep it warm and all this kind of it and was then you ridiculous. had x amount of time before it wasn't good anymore right exactly and we had or no and there was actually a time window where we had to wait a certain amount of time before we could do it it needed to be like 45 minutes mm-hmm. so it could get it was to the just a very proper, precise it was, yeah, it very was, crazy yeah. thing that we were going through yeah well miraculously on try number four yep it happened. It happened. Yeah. And, and the great, the thing that I love about it was it was just, just a few days before Christmas. After. Uh, it was, it was before because we took a Christmas picture. Yeah. And we didn't my, know we were pregnant then. Right. But that's my point. We were pregnant in that picture, but we yeah. didn't know it yet. We did the actual IUI before, a few days before I Christmas. I thought that was on Christmas day. Oh, you mean the IUI was before Yes, the IUI okay. was before Christmas. I so thought you we, were talking about when we found out. No, no, no. So we were we were we have this picture, this family picture. It's it's me and and Monica and our two dogs, Gracie and Twitch, and we're sitting in front of the Christmas tree and it's this really nice picture and so we didn't cute. know it, but Flynn was in there at that time, which is really cool to me. He was probably three or four days old. Yeah, exactly. Just barely, you know, just barely happening. He was just a few, just a bundle of cells at that Mm -hmm. point. But he was in that first Christmas picture. dividing. Exactly. Yes, divide. Divide. Yeah, and then a few, you know, a couple weeks after Christmas or whatever. a few days after. It was either, now I can't remember precisely if it was before Well, it had to have been a couple of weeks after Christmas. Yeah, it was somewhere in there. That um, I was late. 
mm-hmm. and I took the pregnancy test and I didn't believe it. Of course not. Yeah. And I took another pregnancy test and I didn't believe it. So, so I then you walked go to the into hospital, Eric's yeah. um, office that morning and you were already at work mm-hmm. and he remember he worked from home. So right. Still by do. office yeah. I meant the second bedroom. And Right. <laughs> so <laughs> Soon to be the laundry there. room. I, I feel like I, I had just like a dumb look on my face. Like, can you look at this and tell me if I'm seeing Wait, what I'm am seeing? Am I seeing things? Is this an illusion? And Are my I eyes crossed? You just you looked at it for like I don't know. It felt like forever. Yeah. And you were like, That's, oh my God. Oh my God. We just, yeah. We just both So died, then we, like, yeah, then we call our doctor and she's like, you got to come in. So you went in to do like the official, like, yeah, like big test. Tests, yeah. Because they do, they do like, like, you know, you have the, the P test or whatever, but then they do one like a hormone test and like you had well, to go back yeah, for several days. levels of like, blood cells or something. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Well, there was exactly hormones or something they were checking and it was like every day or every so many days it had to double and, yeah, for it so to, yeah. I had to go in for a couple different blood tests over a course of a week to double check and make sure. And your numbers went through the roof yeah. that were supposed to, they were like going and she was like, yep, it's working. So yeah. at that so. point it was totally surreal. And then, you know, we've been waiting and waiting <laughs> and then it happens and then panic sets in mm-hmm. and we're like oh my god this is happening and now there's a whole new Set multitude of, of like, things that we worry. have to worry about well the first hard thing that we had to get through was waiting to tell our family yeah we wanted to do the official we waiting just in case so scared that it wasn't going to take it yeah. wasn't going to work it was just going to it, it, it was either a fluke or it was going to we were going to lose it right and um we waited the full time. What is it? Three, three months, months or something? Yeah, we waited the full three. I think we told our parents. Yeah, maybe. We told and that's it. Your parents and my parents and and my sister. I don't even remember. If we, told, we told and we told my we brother. Told Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and everybody else, we waited as yeah. long as we had to to make sure that things right. were going to be okay. But basically, the entire pregnancy. I was scared to death every day. Yeah, we were. We both were. We were in total panic mode Cause, because you know we go in to the doctor, right? Yeah, just all that trying over and over again. And we go into the doctor, you know, and they start telling us these odds. Yeah, you like, know, like you're you're at this age and well, your thing. husband's at this I was age and thirty six when we got right. pregnant. Yeah, and they considered me a geriatric pregnancy. That makes you feel good, doesn't it? So, yeah, thanks, guys, for <laughs> making me feel ancient and like I don't even deserve to be pregnant at this point because the child could have just a plethora of yeah, congenital all these, issues. All these things, yeah. Yeah, so begin the the panic, the daily panic. Right. And every twinge I felt and every cramp and every spot of blood i was always like oh my god i'm gonna lose it mm-hmm. you know and <laughs> so we went from all this depression about not being able to conceive so now we've conceived and now we're just so panicked that we're gonna lose it every single day and like mm-hmm. you know every milestone was amazing and every yeah. 
every ultrasound was just a miracle that we were seeing this and watching him move in there and getting all these pictures and showing them to our family and, you know, posting them on Facebook and just all, you know, it was, it was so much, the whole experience was so much fun, but there was just this underlying like level of just fear the whole time. And I, and I remember, you know, one of the things that I would do, we would lay there and fall asleep every night and I would put my hand on your stomach and just send every good vibe that I could to this kid. Like, you know, you're going to be healthy. You're going to be smart. You're going to be kind. You're going to be, and I would just like, I was just throwing all this stuff out to the universe. Just, and it was literally every single night Yeah, and from every the time we night. found out that we, that he was in there to the night before he was born, I was doing that every <laughs> single night. I did not stop. <laughs> so. And I, I don't think I've ever prayed so long and so hard every yeah. single night. I mean, it, I would spend half an hour praying every yeah. night in bed. And yeah, and that's and that's one of the things you'll learn about us that we'll talk about later because we feel like and we'll, and we'll get into this later. But the the podcast eventually when we catch up because we're we're catching up now to when we're you know to to now and our story is finished. We're going to kind of morph the podcast a little bit and we're going to still talk about our relationship and everything. But um, one of the things you'll find out about us is Monica is religious, um, and I am not. Um, and, <laughs> and, and yet we find a way to make it. And work. we make it work, you know. And it's and it's and it's great. And we have no issues with that, and we're totally fine with it. So you know, she's praying. I'm sending out good vibes, whatever that means, which is essentially praying, but in my in my own thought process, you know. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of that going on, though. We we did not stop doing that the the whole time. <laughs> I don't think so, um, but it worked. Yeah. I mean, so with all those good vibes and all those prayers and all of our family praying and sending good vibes and all that, it, it definitely worked because, um, you it's know, the pregnancy, amazing. yeah, the pregnancy was, was all in all pretty very good. good. Very good. I mean, you, you had some morning sickness, right? Like at the beginning. I, mean, I felt sick every day for, for like several months there, but I, I yeah. think I only really got sick like maybe twice. Yeah. I felt like I was on the verge of it all the time. Right. But you didn't but, actually, but I didn't actually chuck like, the up. Yeah. yeah throw up yeah. or anything except for a couple of times. So I feel like I was incredibly lucky there. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I very vividly remember telling your parents when we were pregnant because we had the, the first ultrasound right? and they gave me the pictures where it was just basically a, a little black dot. That they circle. Yeah. Yeah. And we were, we went to your parents' house and we were waiting mm-hmm. for like your dad to get home or something. They, they right. weren't there. We were waiting and we just kept looking at each other like, oh my God, oh my God, we're going to explain yeah. it, but we can't wait anymore. We, we finally get to tell them. And yeah. I don't think I had any pockets or something that day. So I kind of tucked the picture like into my waistband. Under your like, shirt. Yeah. Under my shirt. Um, and then when your parents were finally there and we were like, you know, mom and dad, we have something to tell you. Yeah, we need to talk to you about something. They kind of they kind of got very somber all of a sudden. I think they were worried that it was going to be something bad. And I pulled the picture out of my pants. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bam. And I showed them. And again, it felt like an eternity that they were sitting there looking at the picture. Because and I think it was a minute for it to they're process. They're like, it's clicking in their head. Like, what is what that? Is Why this? are they so showing? I don't get what I'm looking at. at. Oh my God, what am it's I seeing? Oh <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it clicks. Yeah. And then, yeah, and they, the yeah, freak out. The freak yeah. out. So, and then of course, later they said that that was a classic Monica move that I pulled it out of my waistband. And I was like, right. well, it's not like I... Planned. It was completely unplanned. Yeah, but it yeah. was just. It was just. A, we'll go with it. A, yeah, I'm just gonna go with it. So <laughs> yes, sounds good. Yes, it, it, it's totally me. Yep. <laughs> um, 
Um, but yeah, that was fun telling your parents. And, right. You know, it was good. Yeah. And, and, and then, but I mean, the rest of the pregnancy, it was like, you know, there was a lot of shopping okay. for everything that we needed. So and much, so much money spent. So much. Yeah. Money and, and, it, and so many things that people gave us too, that we needed, yes. you know, at the baby shower and, oh, and like so much. Baby shower, yeah. Beautiful. And just, you know, so much fun getting all that stuff. And then, you know, once you got past the, the morning sickness stuff, mm-hmm. you know, the, the middle part was very, seemed enjoyable for you. I think, yes. you know, you had a, you, you, you enjoyed being, being pregnant. pregnant and then the end you started to get uncomfortable because you were getting pretty big. Oh yeah. And, um, but he, he was, he ended up being a relatively mid-sized he baby. He I wasn't undersized. Like average, but he was seven pounds, one ounce. One ounce, yep. 21 inches long. Yep. So he, I, I'd say he's like, he was born an average size. Yeah. Uh, thank the he, Lord. Because that he didn't inherit me because <gasps> I was nine pounds, 11 ounces. I was so. very, very scared it was going to be <clears throat> yeah. an Eric baby. And I'm so sorry <laughs> for you, Melinda. But like, yeah. um, Eric, when he was born, you were what? Nine pounds? Nine something? pounds, 11 ounces. Yep. Oh, basically 10 pounds. Yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. Yeah, no. that wouldn't Let's that just wouldn't schedule the C-section right now. Yeah. Because, uh, but you did didn't end up getting a C-section, so you no, didn't. You was, you had um, the natural birth, so well, well not we all natural. The, but before we get into the birth, is there yeah. anything else that you want to reminisce about before the birth, Re- or during the pregnancy, the or any memories or anything you wanted to share? Or no? No, I don't think so. Okay, I think so we covered it. Birth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so. It was a lovely September day in the yes. year of our Lord, 2012. <laughs> yes. It was September 13th. Well, September 12th when we went in. Yes. But he so, uh, he took his time and went after midnight, so. And the um, the um, they did schedule me to come in to be induced because, right. because I had what they called a geriatric pregnancy mm-hmm. and there were possibilities of having issues and, and complications and things throughout the whole thing. They brought me in at 40 weeks because they didn't want me to go over. Yeah. If I guess if I had gone over, there could have been other issues. Other complications yeah, and things. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure why. Um, but anyway, so they scheduled a day for me to come in and be induced. Um, so yeah, we went in bright and early, like 7 a.m. on the 12th, and mm-hmm. uh, they started me probably about 8 o'clock. Um, Pitocin or something Pitocin, like that, right? Pitocin, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, some people don't agree with, but you know, it's done, it's done. Sorry. Yep. But, and, he, <laughs> and he's fine. Yeah, um, he's good. So anyways, um, long, long labor. At first it started out fine. I was like, oh man, this isn't bad. Woo. Cake you know, walk. like Woo. it's yeah. fine. And probably about, I'd say maybe 10 to 12 hours in. Mm-hmm. Was it that long? Yeah. yeah I mean, cause that would have been about seven o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah and that's when, when things started, started to, to kind of yeah. go downhill. Yeah. Fast. <laughs> um, I had probably how many, uh, how many um, doses? Doses of pitocin by then. Like I, I mean, you had them like every couple. couple of hours. I thought every two, three hours they were giving. I don't remember exactly, don't but remember it was a lot. Either, and every time you would have 
contractions and then mm -hmm. they'd wait for you to dilate and you wouldn't dilate. Mm -hmm. And then it you was know, a very slow process. So, yeah. you know, I was, I was barely dilating and barely dilating and barely dilating and a, a lot of walking, lots and lots and lots of walking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably about 10 or 12 hours into it is when it started to get pretty bad. And yeah. I started dilating more, I guess. And, and the contractions started getting harder and way more painful. And right. so, you know, there was a lot more deep breathing. They put me in the tub to try to relax me. They, mm -hmm. you know, they, they tried all different kinds of stuff. You know, poor Eric probably felt stinking helpless. Oh, I completely did. Um, Cause there's absolutely, and that's the thing that anybody who's ha hasn't gone through this before, you know, you never feel more useless than you do right there because there's nothing that you there's nothing i could do you know how many times can i say you're doing great you're doing great you're doing fine and you know and i have no idea what you're feeling i have no idea what this pain is like uh, i never will you know there's uh, there's no possible way that i can understand even a little bit what you're going through and well, i'm trying you've to seen be the a movie alien right yeah <laughs> okay so right. something like that no but something, i mean that's kind of like what it feels like in there yeah, yeah. but you know <laughs> like so everything I'm, inside is just tearing into pieces yeah and you know so i'm trying to be as supportive as i can but i feel like a broken record you know, just saying the same things over and over and I mean, over again. I you were doing what you could. He was he was yeah. rubbing my back. He was rubbing my head. He was rubbing my hands. He was rubbing my legs. He was like encouraging me and coaching me and helping me breathe and doing what he could. But yeah, it, it got really bad. Yeah. And at, at, towards the end there, and, and they couldn't give me... Um, the ep epidural, epidural yeah. because I wasn't dilated enough. Right. So I was having these monster contractions that weren't dilating me enough. So I couldn't get the epidural, which again, some people don't agree with. Sorry, but, um, you went for it. I went fine. for it. And by the time, apparently, I guess, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm just a weak person. I don't know, but, um, everybody has different pain tolerances. Yeah. So it was getting to the point of I I think my body was kind of like in shock or shutting down or right. something because they finally administered the epidural, but I could I still couldn't like no I was shaking. You, I was shaking you, so much and if you remember right, they gave you like they put the they put the the tap in. Yeah. You know, and they've got like a, a port on mm -hmm. your back at that point. So they inject you with the with a syringe. It was supposed to be like the walking epidural, so you could still right. get up, walk around, and you know. And it does nothing. It did nothing. Like it did. It, like you were so in shock, and your body was so freaking out at that point that you your body like burned off all of the epidural before it could it's ever like do anything. Didn't even <laughs> give me anything. Right. The pain was still immense. My body was just I. I don't know if anybody's ever been so cold that your body just like involuntarily just, shakes yeah. and you can't do anything about it. It was kind of like that. Like my whole body was just shaking and I couldn't do anything about it. So they gave me a different type of epidural, epidural yeah. whatever the medicine was, um, something different. Which yeah. basically just kind of like super numbed me from like the waist down. Yeah. Um, 
So and after that, you were good. I was, I was very good. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, that was amazing. And, yeah. um, I didn't feel like I could still feel the pressure, but I couldn't really feel the pain of it. Right. So for the rest of the night, it was like I was having the contractions and I was breathing through it and I was getting through it, but I wasn't in that immense pain. I still didn't sh- stop shaking. I, sh- I, I pretty much shook all night. They put me in bed and told me to um, just wait, 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 wait until I felt like, and here again, maybe too much information, wait until I felt like I had to poop and couldn't hold it anymore. (laughs) And then call the nurse. Right. So I don't know if you remember that, Eric, or not. Uh, uh, Yeah, I do. It was, So Yeah, yeah, so I finally about... Hard to forget. (laughs) Like one or so in the morning. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm ready. Can't wait anymore. Yeah. Let's do it. So they they brought everybody in. They checked me. I was dilated. Um, They broke my water. Um, That felt... Well, I think she was like... I think she was testing. She was like... She was reaching in to feel like where the head was and everything right. and what, and then and just it broke. Poof, like yeah. it just can't, everything came out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not like they tried to break it on purpose. It was just, she was right. yeah, checking. It just all came out. Yeah. And then, there. and then they were like, all right, it's ready to go. And, and then from that point, like to you holding him for the first time was so fast. Like, it, I don't I'd know. Say it was like maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. It was just, I honestly pushed really hard, like three times. Yeah, and it because, was done. Yeah, she was like, okay, we're going to do this, and I need you to push as hard as you can. I was like, cool, I got it. And then, so, you know, they count you off or whatever, and they're like, okay, and push. And then you have to push, push, push until they tell you to stop. And, man, I was giving it everything yep. that I had. Yeah, you I were, couldn't feel anything, so I was like, so you know you were what? good. Yeah, let's, let's just let's do, do this, this. thing. So we did it like literally three times and he was out. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I did something to screw up my back at that point because it's hurt (laughs) ever since then. (laughs) Uh, uh, But um, yeah, he he popped out. Everything was great. Like perfectly uh, healthy. uh, I mean. Yeah. And we'll, and you know, in the, the next episode, we'll definitely talk about, you know, the early days with with him but yes. we we had picked out the name before we touched on it a little bit before but we had had a whole list of names that we'd come up with over time um and he uh right before we we wrote in a name on that list and uh and that's the one that stuck so we'll have to find that picture so we yeah we'll get it up on it. get it up the, on twitter and facebook in. and stuff yeah the right in one on this and, one it, <laughs> and i don't know if we had explained that before but um I was watching Tangled a lot mm-hmm. and, because it's awesome, and I I love Zachary Levi anyway, and um, his, he is Chuck, so he is Chuck, yeah. yeah. So his character's name was Flynn Rider, and I I, I kind of got to thinking one day, it just kind of like I don't know, it clicked in my brain, and I mm-hmm. was like, oh, Flynn, that's a good name, Duh. because we we wanted what the the story behind it was, we wanted a name. That was a little different, different that not every, you know, there wasn't going to be four kids in his class with the same name. Um, but we also didn't want something so off the wall that everybody Weird. was like, what were you thinking? Naming your kid pumpkin or, or yeah. whatever, you know, <laughs> exactly. some fruit or vegetable that we picked out of a, a book, you know? So here I am thinking, okay, I love that name Flynn. It's awesome. But Eric's going to be like, okay, weirdo taking it from a cartoon. But then 
lightning woohoo struck my brain and i was like hey eric you know how one of your favorite movies is tron, tron? yeah <laughs> and his name you is know, Kevin you know Flynn. me that's the thing you know you know me <laughs> you just know how to so yeah yep. i was like um a little for me a little for you flynn and he was like yep yep the done one. And it was, it was just decided after that. And then one of the other names that we had on the list was Oliver. Um, so that is his middle name. So he's Flynn Oliver. So we had considered naming him Oliver, like his first name, Oliver. Right. But the idea to me of anybody calling him Ollie just really didn't sit well with me. Yeah. Um, so, Not yeah. a big Green Arrow fan, I guess. So it's all good. Stop. <laughs> Not true. But anyway, um, Flynn Oliver. And yep, after and about 18 hours of labor, yep. not like I'm going to hold that against you at all <laughs> during your, you know, when you act up when you're a teenager, years. 18, 18 hours. hours of labor. <laughs> hey, as a mom who went through that, I, I right. have the right, right? Sure. Of course. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm, I'm never going to do that to you, baby. <laughs> I love you. Um, so yeah, 18 hours of labor, um, Three big pushes, lots of pain, constant back pain today. <laughs> but and, worth it. Uh, but totally worth it because yep. you know what? Screw you, doctor in Florida. We yes, have our own absolutely. biological child. And we are absolutely still someday going to, when Flynn gets a little bit older and can understand, we're going to take a picture of us all flipping the camera off and send it to that guy. Mm-hmm. Here's the family it. you told us that we would never have. So. We're not petty or anything. No, no, no not at all. No, not childish. But, so all. next time we'll talk about um, you know early days with Flynn for sure because mm-hmm. we had some great times with him. Yeah. He's he's a he's a great kid he's and we'll an amazing little and we'll dude. gosh about him a lot from from yes. now on. So well, we get, have to prepare uh, yourselves. You know, we have to brag about yes, our miracle exactly. child, our little miracle so. baby. Um, so yeah, so let's um, let's transition and we'll talk about um, our movie and or movies right now. Yes. Okay, so today we're kind of doing a blanket of movies under the Kevin Bacon umbrella. Yes. Um, this prolific actor has been in over <laughs> 85 movies <laughs> over the course of his career. Uh, lots of amazing movies. So, you know, oh God, where do I even start? Footloose. Footloose, there uh, you go. Start with that one. Yeah. Mystic River, Stir of Echoes, Apollo 13, The River Wild, a Few Good Men, JFK, Flatliners, Tremors, Quicksilver. Heck, he even had an uncredited part in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So, oh, that's right. He was in that. Yep. Yeah. That's right. He did the, so, the taxi chase down yeah, yeah, with Steve and, Martin. So. That's right. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but and, and a lot of his movies are award-winning movies. So we're talking, you know, um, The River Wild. Um Mystic River, Apollo 13, of course. JFK. Um, JFK won a bunch yeah. of awards. So all of these award-winning movies. But that's not the movie that we watched. <laughs> yeah. The movie that we watched has a lovely uh, 22% on the uh, tomato meter. Right. Um, it has absolutely zero awards. Um, and we found out today was voted one of the 50 most racist movies. Um <laughs> It's called The Air Up There. 
1994. Yeah, and it's a it's basically the um, fish out of water slash sports movie um, genre. <laughs> I guess sure. we're just so, gonna go with that. Yeah, we're gonna go with that. So um, he, um, but the reason we picked this for one thing is yeah. that our subject matter today is very light-hearted and exciting and happy. And, and not we, a lot of his movies are. A lot of his award-winning movies are are not. Just very. Depressing. And we didn't want to bring yeah. it down here at the end. Sure. Yeah. So the air up there is a fun movie. It's not a thinker. It's just no, a, a good not a time. Yeah, and it's a it's a formula movie. It's you know yeah. very much the same thing you've seen in other sports movies. You know, but I, Kevin Bacon does a great job. He plays mm-hmm. the coach, and you know he's he goes to Africa to recruit this guy um, who's he's this like amazing basketball player. Tall, yeah, and, and you know it's just it's you know all along those lines, and he they all do a great job, and you know there's little laughs and cheesy stuff, and the, but of the reason the, the the village is in trouble from yeah. this this land developer minor guy who's going to take all their land of course he helps them out with that and you know it's just a typical feel-good movie yeah you know trying to save the day and all that kind of stuff and and the reason we kind of chose it was it's it's a movie that we've seen a bunch and people are probably going why would you watch the air up there more than one time um (laughs) we remember we both started working in a video store and this Mm -hmm. was you know we were in that video store you know, a few years after this came out and it was still a, you know, a staple on the video store shelves and it's a PG movie and that's what we were allowed to play in the store. So this is one of those movies that would play on all the TVs around the store all the time. So it's one that we remember and we use lines from it. There's one point where he's eating the food and drinking the water and drinking goat's milk and stuff like that at the, you know, when he's there in Africa. And of course it upsets his stomach. So he keeps having to run to the bathroom and they call it in the movie. The the name of the tribe is the Wanabi. They're the Wanabi people. So they call it the Wanabi trots that he has having to run to the bathroom all the time. And we still, and to this day, we still call it that when we have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, so, oh, yeah. you know, I got a case of the Wanabi trots. Like we still do that from this movie. So it, you know, some parts of it stuck. Of course the poop humor is what sticks with us for years, but you know, but yeah. So, I mean, it, it's not, it's, it, it's very much does not deserve to win any awards. It doesn't have any, it never, it didn't deserve to win any awards, but it, I mean, it's something to put on. It was something to put on the TV at the video store. It's something that we experienced together a lot, you know, and, and used lines from. So, mm-hmm. and Kevin Bacon's a great, great actor. He was in a bunch of other movies that we liked as we named, you know, Stir of Echoes was a great movie, but there was no way we were going to talk about that, Mm-mm. you know, on our episode about so having sad. Flynn. So yeah, just a, just a terribly sad movie, but really well done. Very um, good. But one of the other things that we wanted to talk about, there isn't a whole lot to talk about with the air up there. Is there anything else that you wanted to say about it? Um, No, not about the movie, but I will say one thing that I do love about him is that um, he, and because this is a a podcast about our lives together and marriage and all of that, he has been married to his wife, Kira Sedgwick, since 1988 so in another year they will have been married for 30 years yeah and that's in hollywood that's a crazy accomplishment but like for hollywood couple that's downright unheard of so i admire them as a couple as a married couple you know as some some people who really stick it out and make it work yeah you know against yeah that's pretty impressive being in their 
chosen career field and all of that. So that's definitely one thing I love about yeah. Kevin Bacon and, and his yeah, wife. Yeah, definitely have to applaud them for that because mm-hmm. that's that's pretty awesome. It's, it's a great example to have set in that kind of environment that they're in. Right. Um, but yeah, so one of the things that you, that everybody knows about Kevin Bacon is, um, of course the, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon it was a big thing that came out on the internet a long time ago about how you, you'd have to, you play this game where you'd connect one actor to Kevin Bacon in as few steps as possible. Um, you know, so just by who they've been in the movie with, you know, it can only be somebody who's been in a movie with someone else. That's the only way that you can make it work. So, um, Monica and I are proud to say that our bacon score is three. So this is what we will reveal today. Yes. And we will explain. (laughs) So our bacon score is three. So back in 1997, uh, there was a little movie being filmed in Vermont, um, called me, myself and Irene, which is 97. Yep. It was 97 that was filmed because the movie came out in 98. So, uh, well, no, I guess it was 98 and came out in 99. Yeah. That's what it was. So it was 1998. Yeah. It was 1998 and then came out in 99. So, um, we, I was in film school at the time and they were doing tryouts for, um, extras and stuff. Basically you go in and sign up and since half the people at my school were running the tryouts, we all got chosen. Um, So we went and waited in this tent, you know, and they picked us for extras parts in the, in the movie. So we got to be in this movie and the movie of course stars Jim Carrey. Um, so we, um, if you go, if you want to go in, rent yeah. the movie or, or okay. find it on, me, on streaming. So there's one scene in me, myself and Irene where, um, Renee Zellweger and, um, Jim Carrey come out of the woods and they're at like a, a an ice cream place. It's, it's, it's the Ben and Jerry's factory is what it is in Vermont where they're at. So, um, and they're, he's trying to convince her, um, when he's the bad guy to kick him in the face so that they can quickly get some money. You know, they'll just say, we're going to sue you, but you know, if you give us a thousand dollars, you know, we'll go right now just to try to get some money because they're stuck where they are. So during that scene where he's trying to convince her, um, you see a two man cow suit, uh, walk down the hill in the background. Um, I am the butt end of the two man <laughs> cow suit. Uh, and my best friend, Alan is the front end. Um, and then it, as it cuts around, you'll see in the background, a line of people, uh, purchasing ice cream from a stall, it's like um, a little cart, an ice yep. cream cart. And you are the person standing at the counter buying, right? Yeah, like you I were up buying the ice cream, the long brown hair, I have mm-hmm. a blue, like a Navy blue shirt and khaki shorts. Right. And you so were buying some that ice cream. Blur, yeah. That's me. <laughs> yep. And, and I'm the, and I'm the butt end of the cow, the two man cow suit. So you see that we're in, the, we're in the movie for all of three seconds. I got to meet Jim Carrey. It was very cool. He's an extremely nice guy between every take. He would light up a cigarette and sit down on the ground and all the kids that were on set that day would all come around him and he'd tell them jokes and make them laugh and have a good time with them. And then the director would say, we needed you. And all the kids would disperse and he'd get up and he'd do his take. And then immediately when they cut, he'd sit back down and all the kids would come back around. And he, he did that all day long. He was out in the sun and doing that all day long. And it was, it was phenomenal. It was really cool. So bacon score. So Monica and I to Jim Carrey and me, myself and Irene, uh, Jim Carrey to, we can do this a couple of different ways to Ben Stein, uh, in the mask. Um, and Ben Stein was in planes, trains, and automobiles with Kevin Bacon, who has the uncredited role, or we can go, uh, Jim Carrey, 
us to Jim Carrey and me, myself, and Irene. Jim Carrey to Bryce Dallas Howard in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And then Bryce Dallas Howard to Kevin Bacon in Apollo 13. So we are three degrees away from Kevin Bacon. So that's our... our Not too shabby. Our Bacon score. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I mean, you know, we he's a great actor, you know, and, and the air up there is, is an okay movie. Just one we've seen a lot. So we figured we'd talk about it, but, um, our episode has run very, very long today. Yeah. Hopefully but, it was interesting for everybody. Yeah. Hopefully, listening. hopefully you didn't mind us talking about gross stuff too much, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so, um, we will, uh, we will talk to you all next time and we will talk a little bit more about, um, you know, suddenly being parents after waiting so long and what that is like, because it's crazy after all that time and awesome, crazy and awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So we will, uh, we will see you guys all next time. Okay. Bye.